0: Welcome to the Dream Doula Podcast, a sacred space for high-achieving women who are ready to go from burning out to birthing their wildest dreams through feminine energy embodiment, mindset work, and manifestation. I'm your host, Angelica, the Dream Doula, and I'm here to remind you of your divinity. I'm here to provide a regal rebirth so that you can ascend to your most wildest reality, So settle in, get a cup of tea, light a candle, and put on some delicious silk PJs, and keep dreaming with me. Welcome, everyone, to the Dream Doula podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you all. It is my first episode, and we're going to dive right into five misconceptions about purpose so purpose is something that we talk a lot about in the spiritual community Um, a lot of people are inspired by the indian concept of dharma but on social media and just in popular culture purpose 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 finding your purpose is a huge topic. So I wanted to discuss it because as high achieving women, we tend to be very purpose and uh, outcome goal oriented. So I think really dissecting the five misconceptions about such an important topic that seems to rule our lives is so important. So diving right into it. Number one. It's something that's hidden that needs to be found. The, that's the first misconception. Purpose is something that is hidden and needs to be found. So, to me, that your purpose isn't something that's hiding from you and that you have to go out and get and hunt and look for it. I see it as something that's already innate to you, and rather, you need to look inward. It's already there, it's nothing that exists outside yourself. And we usually think of purpose as something that we have to go out and find rather through classes in school or through work or some type of life experience, which those can all help inspire what your purpose truly is in life. But to me, it's more of an unlearning that needs to happen in order to find your purpose. It's rather uncovering your purpose rather than going to go look for it. So as kids from ages zero to seven, we are literally walking subconscious minds. Before age seven, we do not have the skills to use critical thinking or argument or anything like that. So everything that's told to us, we believe it in those early stages of life. And that's where our cultural foundations, our learning, be- limiting beliefs are really um created in those early formative years so you ever notice toddlers it frustrates parents but it's actually quite amazing to see that they believe they can do anything they don't really like you to help them with a lot of things they always act like they know everything they are just very experienced and sure of themselves in the world and they know what they like they know what they don't like and they stick to it and parents usually have to guide them um into a way that's socially acceptable well they don't have to but people do and the amazing part about this it's because we don't have critical thinking skills before age seven we don't doubt ourselves so little kids believe they can do anything because they literally can in their mind they have no limiting beliefs they have nothing holding them back there's no logic saying that this isn't okay or this isn't going to make you money Or what are people going to think of you? They just do things that make their heart happy. And that's what their purpose is. So if you're looking for your purpose or looking to rather uncover it, remind yourself or ask your parents, caretakers, whoever knew you as a child, if you have that privilege, what did you enjoy doing as a child? What animated your life? What made you so happy? What allowed you to lose track of time doing and it's not that you know we're meant to do the same exact things we wanted to do as kids for example i really liked um, ballet and fashion design as a little kid and right now i don't really have a desire to be a ballerina or a fashion designer but it's not the actual job description which we'll get to later um that's your purpose it's the energy and the embodiment and the enjoyment in which that activity is animated. So what I mean by that, ballet. It's a very elegant sport. You get to dress up in pink, you feel regal, you get to be seen, you get to perform, you get to make people happy. Same with fashion design. It's all about performance. It's all about luxury, grandness, refinement. And ever since I was a little girl, my mom said, And my mom was mostly a tomboy, so I didn't really get this from her. It was innate to me. I loved dressing up. I loved being the star of the show. I loved feeling pretty. And I just always loved, you know, wowing people with my little outfits as a kid. And wearing pink, of course, which is why my brand is so pink. Okay, so number two for our five misconceptions about purpose is the idea that your purpose is the thing that you are supposed to do. So to me, this never made sense. Your purpose cannot be the thing you are supposed to do, and here's why. What you do depends on where you were born in history, the time, space, culture, a bunch of aspects of human creation, of man-made design, that depend on what you do. And what I mean by this, for example, is if you were born in the 1900s, you could not be an Instagram influencer in the 1900s because Instagram did not exist in the 1900s. So a person born in the 1900s, it doesn't mean that if they were born maybe, you know, in the 2000s, they couldn't be a great Instagram influencer now. It's just that wasn't available back then. Because the human creation construction of Instagram was not available. So your purpose is not what you're supposed to do. It's who you're supposed to be. Your purpose is what task, what energy will your soul animate in this lifesta- in this lifetime? So that can be animated in various different ways. If your purpose is to be a healer, you could be a doctor, you can heal through art, you can heal through motherhood, you can heal through being a therapist, you can heal um, through, you know, religious, being a religious leader. There are so many ways to heal, so your purpose would be to heal, but what you choose to do, that's simply your job. So, Your purpose is not a job description because job descriptions depend on where you were born, place, race, culture, all those things that are even available to you at that time in which you are animating the human experience. So, plus your soul does not know capitalism, you are infinite intelligence in human form so capitalism and things like that are human construction so we are not coming into this world already knowing capitalism already knowing that we're supposed to produce to make money so therefore your purpose cannot be your job your purpose is simply what your soul is meant to animate in this lifetime what energy are you supposed to animate so are you a healer Are you a creative? Are you um, an entertainer? There's so many different things, so many different energies that your soul can embody. And they're not necessarily tasks. So your purpose can be to be joyful. Your purpose can be to be a good listener. Your purpose can be to make people feel like they're at home when they're around you and that can be performed through many different jobs tasks whatever you want but the actual job or task is not your purpose i always say you can do anything and be living your purpose but you cannot be anything and do one job and be living in your purpose meaning that it doesn't matter what you pick As your job or what you do, how you spend most of your time, as long as you are embodying that energy that you are supposed to embody in this lifetime, you are living your purpose. Whether that's being a doctor, healer, artist, dancer, whatever, but seeking out one job, saying that, for example, you must be an actor to fulfill your purpose... But you're not really channeling that energy of what you're supposed to be doing in this lifetime, who you're supposed to be in this lifetime. You could not necessarily be living your purpose through any job. So number three is that purpose, the misconception is the purpose is the thing that makes the most financial sense. So this is picking backing off the last point. Your soul does not come in knowing capitalism when you were a baby And you don't have any human conditioning. You don't know that you're supposed to grow up and start making money. Money is a new invention that has happened over the past couple thousand years. But before that, people obviously still existed. Before capitalism, people still existed. So your purpose isn't the thing that necessarily makes financial sense. That does not mean... You cannot make money through living your purpose. Usually when you're in your most authentic, abundant energy, more abundance follows because it's just a continuation of what's going on on the inside. But your purpose may not make financial sense to a lot of people at first. So I hear a lot of people struggle with this, creatives and artists. It's such a huge cultural misconception that you can't make money doing art, yet Everything we consume is art, and every artist has been told that they can't make money, this and that, major in math, science, blah, 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 if you want to live well. But as long as you're living in your most authentic purpose, the abundance will come. So if your purpose doesn't really make sense to a lot of people, or it doesn't necessarily exactly translate into a job, that's because your purpose is not the job. So ask yourself Where do I feel the most expansive? When do I feel the most expansive? And how can I animate that energy throughout my life? Number four. Your purpose is one thing that is immutable. So to me, this comes from the idea that your purpose can only be one thing that never ever changes. Comes from the western tradition of monotheism which is that there's only one god and depending on your religious beliefs nothing's wrong if that makes sense to you that there's only one god definitely keep um, honoring that belief however if we look at other cultures where we have polytheism multiple gods and goddesses we find a different logic in the way they think Um, Eastern cultures tend not to think as much of a binary as Western cultures do. And I think that's important to remember in honoring different cultures and how we consider our purpose. So to me, your purpose isn't just one thing that cannot change. It's a collection of energies that you rotate and animate at various points in your life. And in some ways, sometimes channeling one energy is more helpful for you. And in some areas, channeling another energy is more helpful for you. In some situations, channeling all those energies that are your purpose is the most helpful. So you have to decide what is energetically appropriate depending on the situation. So here is a practical example. I call it mother energy. Mother energy has nothing to do with, If you want to have kids or you have kids, it's just the divine, feminine, innate energy of nurturing. And that doesn't mean you like kids. It just means that you have that feminine, creative, protective sense about you that you can animate in any way, whether that's through nurturing and protecting kids, whether that's nurturing and protecting ideas and growing a business, whatever you choose to do, but it's just a part of the divine, feminine collection of energies. So sometimes women use their mother energy in energetically inappropriate situations. For example, when you're dating and you use your mother energy on a man, they hate that. You end up telling him what to do. You end up trying to protect and nurture by guiding him on what you think is the best path, but he feels emasculated, like you don't trust him. But you could be living in your purpose, actually, in that moment to, uh, you know, be guiding, nurturing, and protecting of something you care about. But in dating situations, sometimes that mother energy, well, almost always, it does not work. It's an instant turn off to men because any healthy man on a subconscious level is going to be turned off by anything that reminds him of his mother. So when you trigger that subconscious mommy mode, that's an instant turnoff. And it's often hard for him to really fall in love with you when you're constantly using your mother energy on him. However, women who use and channel their mother energy, they live their mother energy purpose through their business, often can create a lot of money because they're really good at nurturing an idea They're really good at delegating and planning and protecting that idea and growing it into a viable business. So you can see how living in your purpose, let's say if your purpose is to exude a lot of mother energy, you're very nurturing and that's your gift. And those two situations, using it on a man or using it in business, can create two very different results. So this just goes to show you that your purpose is not one thing that never changes because if our life changes we're always in different situations how can we always have the same energy how can we always be animating the same exact purpose it does not make sense if you're always in your mother energy life is going to be very difficult for you in some areas but also very rewarding in others so you have to know what energy is appropriate at certain times in my life in certain situations and how can I embody that energy so that I get what's most helpful to me at that moment. And the last one, purpose is something that can be taught. So we're often taught that we find our purpose through going to school, we find our purpose through doing internships, and that can be true for some people in the sense that in those settings they're exposed to the physical thing in which Their soul can animate its highest potential. So like I said, healing maybe could translate well to doctor, but not always. So if you haven't found your purpose through a job or internship, it's not because something's wrong with you or you're confused. It's that purpose can't be something that's taught. It has to be something that's felt. It's a deeply embodied energy. And going back to our earlier points, purpose isn't a job. So if your job skills can be taught, that's maybe a great way to embody your purpose, to, or rather express your purpose, but that is not your purpose in itself. So the way to find your purpose isn't to necessarily take a bunch of classes and, you know, do analysis paralysis, is to really get deep in your body and ask yourself, when do I feel the most expansive? What did I love doing as a child? What lights me up? And when do I lose track of time? Or what am I doing where I lose track of time? And when and how do I feel when I feel the best? And those types of questions that focus on the body and feeling and introspection will guide you towards your purpose. And like I've said, those things may not make financial sense initially. Those things may not translate into a job directly or most obviously, but when you're living your most authentic self, abundance follows because, like I always say, your outer world is just a reflection of your inner world. So when you work on that inner world and live in your purpose, the rest will come. Thank you all for soaking in this yummy information with me on my first episode. Be sure to like, download, download. And share this podcast with your friends and follow me on Instagram at The Dream Doula, helping you birth your wildest dreams. See you next time. Bye.